but God is great. We are here this morning. And I'm excited to be here with you. This month is a month of love. This month is a month of love. And listen, whether you are married or not married, just open your ears and hear because if you are married this month, your, your marriage will be better. The one clapping. May your wife prepare you the best soup you have ever eaten. <laughs> May your wife do things he has never done for you before. <laughs> you the woman. Yes. I was going to say, May your husband give you money he has never given before. But I said, I was going to say, I have not said it yet. <laughs> Because you, you people, <laughs> I should say it. Even if I have not said it, you receive it. <laughs> hey, tell my wife to put down your hand. <laughs> my father, we thank you this morning that we will never leave here the same as we came. We thank you that Lord, you speak to us. Make my tongue like the pen of a skillful writer. Hide me behind the cross and bless your people today. Give your people a hearing ear. Give them a heart of understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. So, today mainly I'll be talking about why some people don't get married. Why some people don't get married. I know on Wednesday, Res um, Re Reverend Pani started to talk about... What were you talking about on, on Monday? Sorry? I know. Okay. The first chapter of Single and Not Ashamed. That's right. That's right. And um, we will be. I'm moving to chapter about five or six. And then. Okay. So you were talking about the young shall grow. How that the young shall grow. But I'm moving to about chapter five thereabouts. Please turn your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter two and verse 18. Quickly. Our objective for this month is that single people shall be connected to married partners. Yeah. Say amen. Yeah. Yeah. So we will teach it. We will pray it. Chief, power. Power. Send our shaman. But we'll teach it, we will pray it, and we will practicalize it. Eh? Some of you, I will let you do practicals. Sure. You will find love by fire, by force. Somebody say pressure. Pressure. Yeah. This week, pressure. But Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a help meet or I will make and help meet for him verse 21 verse 21 says and the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof amen so we all know the scripture that the whole idea of man getting married was not 
Adam's idea. It wasn't man's idea. It was God who said that it is not good for a man that he should be alone. All right? There are two categories of people in this life. There are people who we call eunuchs. All right? Or celibates. Eunuchs are simply people who are made not to marry. Either they decide to make themselves deliberate celibates or they were born like that. There, were, there are people who are born without any, if they are men, without a lift and a race. They don't have any desire for the opposite sex. Huh? Look, all the children are in the children's service, right? Okay. So stop looking at me like that. I have three children. I have three children. I have three But there are some people, they don't have any desire for the opposite sex. There are people too who intentionally make themselves like that. An example of somebody like that is the man Paul. So one day, when Paul, in his anger, some say it was jealousy, said to Peter, the other people, that Don't, do you think that we cannot also have wives like Peter and Co? <laughs> it means that he could have, in fact, some Bible historians believe that Paul had married before. Well, it's not proven in scripture. But then, he decided to make himself like that. And you, I, I, I think that in the olden days, the, the pharaohs, they used to keep eunuchs as the servants in the palace. In fact, it was these celibates that used to bath the queen. Huh? Men who cannot have erection, then they give them the queen <laughs> to bath them. These Odin people, they used to do things. Oh. I mean, no matter how impotent a man is, why would you want to give? <laughs> you know, but there are these groups of people, and then there are people too who have worms in their body, they are feelings. If they are men, when they sleep and they wake up at dawn, they see that they are on fire. Somebody say amen. amen. Are there some men in the house? Yes. Chobe. Yes. Nice one. Mm. So these ones, even they are not married yet, but when they wake up in the morning, and I have three boys, and sometimes they wake up in the morning and you look at their shirt, you say, hey! Wait. <laughs> but that is to tell you, if you are here and you have erection, it is to tell you that you are not a celibate. When you see the opposite sex and you can admire, it is an indication to you that you must marry. Or you are a lady and you also, when you see men with broad chest, with a certain smile, you say, hey, this is a guy. Then your body begins to do you tingle it, tingle it, tingle it, tingle it. Then you must know that you have been called for marriage. May God bless any such person with a good marriage in the name of Jesus. Yeah, say amen like you agree with what I'm saying. All right. So there are certain myths about singleness. There are certain untruths. There are certain lies about singleness that quickly we need to demystify. Number one is that some people believe that it is not only single people who can be described as being lonely. All right? Or some people believe that when you are single, it means that you are lonely. But the point is that not only single people can be described 
as being lonely. All right? Number two, there are lots of married people who are very, very lonely. So when you are single, yes, there is loneliness. But not only single people suffer loneliness. There are some married people who are also very lonely. There are some married people who are also very, very lonely. Is that okay? Please, do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. So, those who think that, well, when I marry, my loneliness problem is gone. Wake up to the coffee. You may have the shock of your life that it is not true. Hmm? And there are lots of wrong perceptions and impressions about loneliness, both in our culture and in our religion. There are a lot of wrong perceptions about loneliness in our culture, in our religion. When somebody is not married, you are looked at as if but that is not true. It is not entirely correct. And this is a cultural problem. So some people, it makes you walk around feeling that until you marry, until you have somebody by you, you are not complete. But that is a lie of the devil. With or without marriage, you are still complete. Can I hear somebody say, I am complete? All right. So many people think being unmarried means they are incomplete. That's what I just talked about. And then number five, Jesus was not married, but was complete and he was not lonely. In fact, if you are single, you must cure your problem of loneliness before you marry. If not, you go and burden your partner with all of your <laughs> all of your burdens. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Yeah. Alright. So some of the wrong perceptions is that many single people believe that until they marry, they cannot serve God effectively. When I marry, that is when I can serve God well. Hey. My dear. It is not true. If you are married, you must serve God. If you are not married, in fact, you should be able to serve God better. Hmm? So when I see unmarried people who can serve God better, those people, when they marry, they, they, they backslide completely. Yeah. And some of you married people, you know, before you got married, you know how you used to be on fire. You used to be in every church service. You pray that God give you a husband or a wife. Suddenly, that husband or wife has become your excuse. The reason why you are not able to come to church regularly and effectively. Alright? But, you should be able to serve God better. People like Jesus was not married, but he served God. In fact, he said in the book of John, chapter 4, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Because the night is coming when no man can work again. People like Jeremiah. Jeremiah was never married. Daniel, in the Bible, he was never married. When you are married, it has its own challenges. So now that you are single, serve God better. Tell somebody, serve God better. Oh, let me hear somebody say, serve God better. Yeah. When you are married, it's not easy like that. So don't think that when I'm married, then I'll be able, that's when I'll be able to serve God. No, you must start now. Number two, some single people want to marry because they have emotional problems if you have an emotional problem please get help don't go and dump your emotional problems on your husband or your wife 
Is that okay? Talk to me, church. Is that okay? All right. So you have emotional problems. You, you, you feel sad inside. Some of you, you, you have a problem. When you are even sitting in church like this, and everyone is smiling, you alone, you, mm, then you are mobile, mobile inside. And you say, when I marry you to go away, when I marry, my loneliness, my, my, my emotional problems will be solved. Please, you only go and burden your husband or your wife. So, may your emotional sicknesses be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me hear you say a better amen. Some also believe if they marry a more spiritual person like a pastor <laughs> or an elder or a prayer warrior then they are secured and life will be complete for them. Huh? Is it true? It's not true. Reverend Pani, you are a reverend. Is it true? I wish your wife was here so that I could ask her. No, it's not true. When you marry her, huh? Oh, are you there? I don't even want to ask you. But when you marry a spiritual person, it doesn't mean that then the whole of the world will be very, very, you know, different for you. Oh, no, 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 no. We have this glory in earthen vessels. Huh? Spiritual people are still human beings. So it is good to marry a spiritual person. But don't go with the mindset that, as for me, I must marry a spiritual person so that emotionally, I will be complete spiritually no it doesn't work like that is that okay all right are we together okay quickly why some people don't get married why some people don't get married ah reverend are we having anything today apart from service okay because i see i have 30 minutes left and i see that the time is 8 20 something so even if the time takes me to 8 30 the rest of the 30 minutes what are we using it for yes i must go to 8 45 look the timer don't be my enemy huh? whoever is behind the time make sure that you, you don't find my trouble <laughs> i will send an angel <laughs> he has lifted up his hand there <laughs> Cry for mercy before I get there. <laughs> All right. So why is it that some people don't get married? And some of you elderly ones, listen to this carefully so that you can help the young ones and you can help your children and help your family members because there is a lot of very practical things we'll be sharing this morning. And if you don't have a copy of this book, it's a book everybody must get. There are some of the things I'll be saying which are not in this book. So listen carefully. Even if you have read the book, listen carefully. Because I've been saying quite some things that are not in the book. Number one, why some people don't get married is because of fear. Fear. F-E-A-R. Fear. They are afraid to get close to someone. They are afraid to get close to someone. They fear they will be hurt because probably they've been hurt before. So, anytime someone is trying to get close, then they get scared and they withdraw. Have you noticed that there are some people, no matter how much you try to be friendly to them, they always resist you? How many of you have had that experience before? Not just for marriage or relationship, but I'm talking about naturally. Some people can't just accept people coming into their space. 
Have you noticed that? Yeah. And most of the times, such people have a problem that they've been hurt in the past. And so they don't want it repeated again. And this is some of the reason why some people don't get married. Because for some people, even when Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright is approaching, they pull back because they don't want to be hurt. And some, they are also afraid because they've been taken advantage of in the past. I know a certain guy who told me that, Osofo, as for me, I will marry. But God himself must show me the woman. Because what some ladies have done to me, in fact, he's had a problem more than two times or three times when he's very generous with women. So he supports them, he will give them things, blah, blah, blah. And then in the last minute, somebody will take their thing away. In fact, in one instance, his best friend ended up marrying the lady he had spent money on. <laughs> he said, ah, that is also to say, we'll get there later, but that is also to say that until you marry somebody, there are certain investments you don't make in them. Hmm? Yeah, I thought you clap your hands. The men. Yeah. Yeah. Until you are married to somebody, there are certain investments you don't make in them. You are not married to a woman. And you are paying a school fees. Are you Father Christmas? He said, oh, it's because the family doesn't have. Yes, if the family doesn't have, then marry her and send her to school. I'm not saying that let somebody marry you because they will take you to school. That's not what I'm saying. But there are certain investments you can't make in somebody you have not married. It is wrong. Hmm? You are not married to the person. You say, oh, I have three cars, so I've given her one. Talk about chewing baby, Wana. <laughs> Before she met you, she was taking a trotro. So let her take a trotro. When you marry, everything you have belongs to her. But until then, let her take a trotro. Don't, don't go and give her a car. It's a macho car. <laughs> One day. All right. Number two reason why people don't marry is because of financial reasons. Some people don't marry because of financial reasons. And everybody listen to this one carefully because some people have very high standards and unrealistic standards. And so, marriage becomes difficult. There are some people, the standards they want in wedding. Because maybe you saw on Facebook how Despite's son was marrying the wife and then the cars that line up the cost of the cars alone runs into millions of dollars and you want that kind of a wedding chief you become an old man are you get what i'm saying yeah because that gentleman who got married very in fact he didn't buy any of the cars he grew up into that huh? so if you are coming from where i'm coming from and then you also say that you want a certain wedding a wedding you, you, you will cry are you get what I'm talking about and some of you ladies don't put pressure on the men that eh, as for me if you want to worry me you have to do a wedding thank God that there is corona so because of corona if you're a guy and your lady was disturbing with big wedding this is the time to marry her marry her quickly huh? 
Tell her, tell her that. Tell her that. Bishop says you should marry now. <laughs> Somebody say now. <laughs> but the point I'm making is that unrealistic expectations. There is a saying that you cut your coat according to the size of your material. You are earning 2,000 CDs a month. You want to have a wedding. The lady's wedding gown alone is 5,000 CDs. It's not realistic. Are you get what I'm saying? And some ladies, they want a particular dress, if not. Then let's postpone it. Yeah, let's postpone it. So some have been postponing, postponing, postponing. There is a certain guy I met in Kumasi. He dated his wife now. They dated for eight years. And I asked him, why? He said, oh, nah, Do you understand nah, It means that our things were not up to scratch. But what were you looking for? What did you want? Huh? Is somebody getting what I'm saying? If by the grace of God, you come from a family where it can easily be afforded, glory be to God. The sky is your limit. Marry and get blessed. But if yours is like my own, my friend, don't put any pressure. Somebody say no pressure. Oh, let me hear somebody say no pressure. When, when you read this book, the presiding bishop talks about when he was going to get married. He didn't have the money to buy expensive rings. So they bought the Cooper, some ring B. He said they bought it very cheap. By one week time, the ring had become black. Yeah, but that is what they could afford. But today, he can afford to buy any ring he wants. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. May that be your story also. Amen. And then, the next thing is that don't ever borrow because you want to marry. Don't borrow to marry. Don't borrow to marry. Don't take a loan. Huh? <laughs> Somebody say, no loans. Yeah. In my house, that is a policy in my house. In my house, no loans. Even for business, cry, I, mean, I would say no. <laughs> because the Bible says that the borrower is a slave to the lender. I'm nobody's slave. Romans says that, oh no man, nothing except love. Oh no man. Somebody say, oh no man. May you be debt free in the name of Jesus Christ. May you never owe anybody. But don't borrow to go and do weddings. Some people borrow to do engagement. They borrow to do a wedding. They borrow to marry. They borrow to go and rent a car. They borrow to buy a wedding dress. You borrow to buy a wedding dress that you wear only once in your life. <laughs> and then after wearing it once, hey, where is your wedding dress? Huh? You gave it out. After once, you didn't wear it again. Yeah, you can't wear it again. Even if you want to wear it the second time, they will, people will think you are, you are not normal, isn't it? Yeah. So don't borrow. So those of you who can't marry because you are thinking you have to borrow, no, no, no. There is a very easy way. And I'm going to show you. Listen, I'm not just talking. I'm going to, we are going to pray the things we are teaching this week. And some of you, I'm looking at, I'm looking at you because me shower, me our time or some. So some of you, I will connect you. I should connect you. You are connected. 
you are connected you are connected you are connected hey i'll connect you this week And don't have a problem. Don't have a problem when we have to connect you. Because sometimes as a man of God and as a pastor, when we say we are connecting people, we don't mean that I call this person, I call this person, I say go and marry. No. We introduce people. Can you consider this brother here? I think he's good. Be friends. Let's see what comes out of it. Because some of the people, some of the men, true or correct? Ah, talk to me. True or correct? Some of the men, man, but you see, I was telling a lady some few weeks ago. I said, don't blame the guys. Most of these guys grew up in the church. Because you grew up in the church. Yeah. So he's not used to some of you old men here who used to be bad boys. Ah, you think I don't know? I can see it in your eyes, man boys. Some of you today, you have gray hair. You pray as if you've never been a bad one. We, we can see it in your gray hair that you have... Uh, uh, I'm not talking to you. Uh, why are you... Uh, what, what, what? I, I, I should go ahead. Okay. So some of these guys who grew up in the church never been to the world before you know, all they've heard about holiness, they've heard about, you know, things like that. So, even approaching a woman, they don't even have the right words to use. You know? So, even their raps are scripture. <laughs> but you meet a bad boy in the street, and some of you ladies, because you've met some bad boys, and the way they can rap you, you think those boys are better than the ones here. The ones in church are better than the ones outside. Oh, I, I, I thought the boys would give me vim. Yeah, we are better. Yeah. So the ones here, we are better. Just that we don't have the rats. You met this boy in the street whose trousers was at his buttocks. And then when he met you, he said, yo. Yo, baby. <laughs> you look like the moonlight. <laughs> Man. Were you born on earth or in, from Mars? Jupiter, of Jupiter. <laughs> but no matter what, never borrow because of marriage. When you see other people's big weddings, thank God for their lives, but you cannot borrow because of marriage. Can I hear somebody say amen? We are more interested in your end than your beginning. Because you may start small, but your end will be better than your beginning. Somebody say, my end is better than my beginning. Amen. So be modest. I don't know if you've heard the story of Bishop Mohini when he was going to get married. Has he told you that story before? Yeah. The following day, he went to church with a taxi. Huh? He went to church with a taxi. But today, if Bishop Mohini wants to do any kind of marriage today, he can afford it. Just that the man is very, very simple and very modest. Yeah. I love that man. I love his simplicity. I love his modesty. There is no complication about him. Bishop Pohini can take a trotro <laughs> and he wouldn't mind. The man has no pressure. Oh, you've not noticed that? Yeah. He has no, Bishop Pohini has no pressure. 
you can't put pressure on him if he can he will do it if he can't forget it i mean don't <laughs> don't come and worry him yeah. so let's learn from good examples somebody say amen, amen. oh i say let me hear somebody say amen. amen don't spend a fortune on your wedding even if you have the money don't spend your entire life savings on a wedding because the wedding is just one day no no did i say one day it's, it's one hour in fact the pronouncement of the vows no, the longest vow will not take 30 minutes and that's what it's all about don't spend your entire life savings on that one please i know you like beautiful things i agree that you must like beautiful things but please make sure that don't spend your entire life savings on wedding after your marriage don't come down to ground zero simply because you got married because life is now about to begin after wedding so some people don't marry and some people some of you you have delayed your marriage simply because you are waiting for money hey you can marry i don't know what you have but the little you have is an indication to me that you can marry this year by fire by thunder you shall marry as long as i remain your pastor here uh, uh, reverend can i get a list of all the unmarried men and the list of all the unmarried women by fire by force yeah we'll do mass wedding for you yes we'll do mass wedding. we must we must help you to marry yeah. huh? i'm going to say something i'm going to say something i would can i get some shades so that when i wear it i can say the way, i can say the way i want to say it and not feel shy let me tell you one of the reasons why you must marry early the bible says that enjoy the wife of your youth is that correct when you marry early there are certain enjoyments you are able to have in terms of even food because as you grow at a certain level there are certain things you can't even eat true or correct talk to me church true or correct yeah. okay young ones you don't know but the elderly ones know when we grew, when we married, at first, when life started getting better for me, I used to fry egg like six. I said, "Yeah, my bro, my baby, I would chew chicken meat. I would eat. Hey, then as I was growing, I started realizing that look, my mother had BP." I was told my father had BP. He had diabetes. So some of the things I can't eat anymore. So now I can afford any food by the grace of God. But I can't eat it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And then you realize that when you marry young, there are certain enjoyments, sexual enjoyments that you can have that when you grow old and you marry, you can't have it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody should bow down your head. Everybody look at me. It's going to get very, very hot this week. This month is going to get very, very hot. Look at me. So that those of you who are young and postponing, I'll marry later. I'll marry later. Stop that thing. Stop that misbehavior and marry quickly. Yeah. Because see, when you marry as a young man, sometimes if you want, you can have sex every day of the week. If you like, ask Reverend Pani. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, have mercy on me. I should stop that. 
but it's true when you marry as a young person at least you can have sex sometimes four times a week five times a week eh? and this one is not sin so married people this one is not sin in fact if you are married and you are not having sex then there is a problem come I'll pray for you because you must have you must have a lot of sex yeah three times a day hey Charlie hey, your, your, your wife has suffered <laughs> But as you grow, you realize that if you are doing five times a week, maybe three times a day or two times a day, now you reduce it. Now you do maybe three times a week. And then maybe you do once a day in the three days. Then as you grow, then you now reduce it from three times. Some come to two. Then as you grow, you will be lucky if you can even do once a week. You, that one, if you are able to do once, it means you are lucky. Yeah. Some of the old men are nodding their head. Say, say, <laughs> yeah. So when you are waiting, you are going to marry 40 years, you are now going to marry. Hey, you've wasted the fire. We're wasting fire now. You've wasted the fire. Dacosta, don't waste the fire. Huh? Are you smiling behind the nose mask or you are, you are not smiling? Smile. Sure. Why are you not smiling? <laughs> hmm? So don't waste the fire. And some of you ladies, your life becomes more complicated with age. 38, 40 going to now give birth and things like that medically it's not even healthy for you are you getting the point i'm trying to make so apart from the enjoyment bit there is also the the part of even children because if you marry at the age of 40 as a man by the time your firstborn is 10 years you'll be 50 years by the time your firstborn is 20 years you'll be 60 if you're working in this in a formal company you go on retirement so 20 years, most children 20 years they have not finished university. So your first one will still be in school when you go on retirement. Who should come and take care of them? So if you are not married, lift up your hand and say, I must marry this year. Wow. <laughs> lift up your hand and say, I must marry this year. Is it a good message I'm preaching? Huh? Have I preached a good message? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. The married ones, am I preaching a good message? Am I preaching a good message? Yeah. Are you blessed? Yeah. Yeah. So don't make your life, you know, and as if you are doing something that we who married early, we didn't know. <laughs> you know, I have to do this small, I have to work, and then I have to. No, 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 please. So throw a bear now, in them. We the answer true. We enjoyment about you. Genentem. Some two don't marry early because they have financial problems in their families. Some of you are the Joseph of your family, so you are taking this one to school. You are helping this one out. You are helping your mother out. You are paying your father's rent. You are doing that. You are doing that, and because of that, you are not able to marry early. That is wrong. First Timothy chapter four. Paul says to Timothy that. Take heed first to yourself. Take heed first to yourself. So take care of yourself first. 
Is that alright? Do you understand that? Don't be selfish. I'm not saying don't take care of your family, but take care of yourself too. Is that okay? Because sometimes when you use all your time and all your money to take care of family, when you grow up, they will say that the same people will come and say you are a penny. No. Amen. Some people don't marry because of lack of accommodation. Not because they don't have a accommodation, but they want the kind of accommodation they want. They don't have the money for it. Give my wife a microphone. Tell how did we what accommodation did we start marriage with? Bring the microphone. Oh, Mr. For microphone, he's not even here. He's lost. Why here So tell us what accommodation. Okay, so before we got married, Bishop was living in a single room. Yeah, in a ghetto in Achimota. In Achimota. Move away a bit because of the feedback. Yes, go ahead. In Achimota. So um, we rented a place and the place was uncompleted. When we got married, we didn't have money to go for honeymoon. So our honeymoon was at um, the place we rented. The uncompleted the room. The uncompleted room. That was where we had our honeymoon. We stayed there for like five years before we moved out. No, no, no. you've not finished. There was no light. Not that one. Okay, so <laughs> the landlord had um, done an illegal connection. So we had light before we moved in. But later on, the ECG people came around and realized that it was illegal connection. So we were disconnected and we had to buy a pole. The landlord said he didn't have money so, to buy so the how, pole. How long did we stay in there without light? For like one year, six months. We gave him money. We, we later on got money to buy the pole. We gave him the money. Instead of him to buy the right pole, because he wanted to use part of the money for other things, he bought a smaller pole so when they came to inspect it, they said, no, we couldn't use that pool. So we didn't have money to add up. So we had to stay in, the, um, in that same house for like six more months before we got money to buy a bigger pool. Then we got light. Yeah. So, yes, if you're clapping, please please. So our first place we lived was an uncompleted building. Uncompleted, somewhere in the corner, get to somewhere in Spintex. Uncompleted, no light, one and a half years. And she had come fresh from London to come and marry. And the day we got married, I took her to an uncompleted room. Yeah. <laughs> Today, by the grace of God, <laughs> today, by the grace of God, by the grace of God, we live in quite, you know, Bishop says it's a big house. So if the presiding Bishop says it's a big house, but it's a small, very small house somewhere. Is it? <laughs> you know, at least, at least, we have a five-bedroom house where I can change a room every, you know, today I can sleep in this room, tomorrow sleep in that room, sleep in that room, sleep in that room, sleep in that room. And this time, it is completed. But one day, I'll tell you the story behind the completion of my house. 
Because the day I moved into that, we moved into that house, there was no window, no door, no electricity. I moved my wife and my children into that house. Because the place where we were at East Airport, you know, when we were getting better, the next place we moved to to go and live was East Airport. And then one day, the house got fire. So we moved from that house, slept in a hotel for some days, and then we're building. I went to see, I said, but the house is roofed. So I just moved in. Just moved in. No window. But today, when people come to my house, on Monday when I was traveling, one of our friends, or one of our spiritual daughters, who is a musician, said she was coming to do photo shoots. Some people come and take my house to do photo shoots. I said, you should have come to do the photo shoot when I moved in. Are you get what I'm saying? So money can't stop you and nothing can stop you from getting married. Quickly, let me go over this one. Quickly, I know my time is up, but I'll finish quickly. We don't have any much announcement and stuff, so let me take five minutes more. President Pastor, yeah. So, some people feel that they are too old to get married, but it is not true. No matter how old you are, there is somebody looking for you. Let me hear you say amen. Pastor Kumi, deeper life. His wife got, his wife died, his first wife died, and later on he had to marry. He went to London and met this old woman who was 60 years old, and the old woman was a virgin. When he saw the old woman, he said, I like this one. And so the woman had waited all her life for 60 years old. She didn't know that there was a great man of God coming away. No matter how old you are, may you find love. Some two don't marry because of tribalism. Tribalism. Uh, you know, I'm an ewe. We want, um, I want an ewe to marry. Or my parents won't accept a gun. Parents, if you are here, please stop that thing. In Christ Jesus, there is neither gun nor shanty. There is neither, no, it's neither Greek nor Jew. We are all one. Somebody say we are one. Some two don't marry because of expensive customary rights. Somebody is coming to marry your daughter. You say you should buy <laughs> Apple laptop. Yeah. No, but you know that in in Central Africa, specifically the Congolese and Gabonese, I pastored, I've pastored a French church for over five, six years. And a lot of them prefer to have children and not marry. Because when you are going to marry, part of the customary this thing you have to perform, you have to buy suits for your father in law. Suits, you don't buy China one, not the ones you, we've been buying in town. They show you shops in France and you must come with a label in it that is from that shop. You, part of their uh, dowry, you have to buy a generator. <laughs> so, because of some of these things, some people don't. Go, so, ladies, start advising your fathers that if the man loves me, make it easy for us to marry. Amen? Me, I'm still owing my father and mother-in-law. I'm still owing them some of their diary. I, I didn't pay all. Sure. <laughs> you are laughing at me. You can see I have a lot of trouble, isn't it? <laughs> I've not paid all. But now, eh, every day they have been harassing me. But look, Oh, my father-in-law, we gave him a car, isn't it? Eh, before he died, we gifted him a car. Eh? So, 
But when I was married, let me tell you here. I'm checking your man. I'm saying, hey, Ajana one, Ajana two. <laughs> when I say more, say more. <laughs> more. 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 But don't make it too expensive. Some people don't get married. And this is the point. Some people don't get married because you pretend. You meet people you like, you pretend you don't like them. Some people don't marry because you have a bad behavior. You disrespect people. You talk to the guys in the church as if they are your houseboys. You look down on people. Eh? Ah, look at yeah, now we are in class. Just because what comma rasta man be on we a catcher will say you are the prettiest girl in a way, brother saw our church. Sister, have you read your Bible today? <laughs> Nowadays, sisters, are you in the house? I say, are the sisters in the house? When any brother call you, have you done your quiet time? First day. Have you done your quiet time? Second day. Have you done your quiet time? Third day. You say to the person, yes. In my quiet time, I saw you. Is there anything you want to tell me apart from quiet time? Stop this quiet time, quiet time, and say what you want to say. All right? Amen. But there are also spiritual reasons why some people don't get married. Some people have relational spirits attacking them. So some people just can't keep a relationship, can't keep a marriage. Some people, even though you are married, you still can't keep a relationship. Today, you are fine with this person. You meet destiny helpers. The next day, there is a problem. This Wednesday, I'm going to continue this Wednesday. And this Wednesday, I'm going to deal with the spiritual reasons why people lose relationships. I thought you said amen to that one. So some of you, the destiny helper that must help you. So you see, now I've moved away a little from marriage, but I'm still within marriage. So some of you, you meet people, you see like the testimony that was shared. A contract was supposed to have given to somebody four years ago. But somebody was in the middle misbehaving. Anybody interrupting your destiny. This Wednesday, we will release fire on them. So this Wednesday, don't miss the service. Don't miss the service this Wednesday. I'm going to talk about spiritual reasons why people lose relationships. Spiritual reasons why people don't marry. And then we will deal with it. You can't have a friend today. Tomorrow you become enemies. No. You can't can't meet somebody today. The person likes you. You are favored before the person. All of a sudden, the person doesn't even want to see your face again. Something is wrong, isn't it? Hello? This Wednesday, I'm going to talk about it and we are going to pray. That is what is going to be our prayer this Wednesday and we'll deal with it. By the end of this year, you will have destiny-connected relationships. Lift up your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. I want you to bow your head with me. Let's pray. But if you are here this morning and your sins have not been forgiven, what it means is that you are far from receiving help from God. If you want your sins to be forgiven, I want to pray with you this morning. And all I want you to do is just lift up one hand as I pray with you. If you want your sins to be forgiven. If you want your sins to be forgiven, I want you to lift up one hand if it's possible. 
and let me pray with you anybody here wants your sins forgiven yes please stand up to your feet if you want your sins to be forgiven I'm going to pray with you yes don't be shy stand you want your sins to be forgiven please stand to your feet as I pray with you thank you brother you want your sins to be forgiven please walk to me in front here quickly let me share a word of prayer with you let me pray with you come all of us at one point in our lives we had to do this we had to pray this prayer we have never regretted from doing this thank you church everybody lift up your hand with me and pray this prayer after me say lord jesus chief please lift up your hands with me and say lord jesus i am a sinner i cannot save myself forgive me all my sins wash me with your blood come into my life and make me a testimony in jesus name amen put your hand on your chest father thank you for this one establish him in your kingdom in jesus name touch him lord in jesus name amen church can you